0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Coach's Corner. And in full transparency, I'm actually recording this interview in my bikini (laughs) in Bali with one of my best friends and soul sisters who's also in her bikini. (laughs) It's a rough life. We just went for a walk on the beach. And I'm so excited to share her with you. Her name is Kate Reardon, and she's... Someone, she lives in Bali, and we met two years ago. Jill connected us, and it was love at first sight. It was like, oh, hello again. We've 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 met before. And Kate is extraordinary. She's just a natural healer, but also has credentials to back it up. She's a naturopath and a nutritionist and runs one of the most amazing detox centers, I think, in the world. It happens to be in Ubud, Bali. That's in Indonesia. And we don't know where this is going to go. We didn't really plan anything, but we have no trouble talking. We've actually spent the past two
1: (laughs) days together just talking, 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 talking. Um, so hi thank you so much for being here oh I there's nowhere else I'd rather be than in my bikinis on your (laughs) podcast uh, talking to all the, so many amazing people listen,
0: so many of the women that came on the retreat listen, and I just, I know they're going to soak you in. Oh. So we, one of the places I wanted to start was something that comes up a lot on this show is body stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I only lost that weight, if I could only love my body, I'll feel self love when I can like, if, when I love my body, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you run, um, natural instincts and Mm -hmm. it's all about fasting and detoxing. And I think a lot of people approach that from, Ooh, I could lose weight if I just did that. And we have so much attachment to how the body looks versus what it does for us and how it really functions. So I thought a fun place for us to start is just like to hear what your philosophy on like food and eating really is. Cause I think you have a really healthy philosophy on it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that the whole body consciousness is so important. And it's somewhere that we really get stuck and tripped up in our own personal growth and personal development. And when you start really seeing the body for what it is, which is an absolutely intricate, perfect, the most incredible machine on the planet Mm -hmm. that is designed to restore and heal itself, when you actually start really understanding the inner workings of your body and what it can do for you and tapping into it from this place of, wow, I get to have this body. How lucky am I? Then things really, really start to shift. And I see that all the time when people come on retreats and that, that body image is just, I mean, we could talk about this for hours, but instead of, Talking about the problem, I think one of the big solutions is just really accepting and being grateful for what you have, because at the end of the day, you have two legs, you have your eyesight, Mm -hmm. you're breathing on your own without a machine. We have this incredible gift. And when you start seeing the body as an incredible gift that's been bestowed upon you, everything changes. Mm -hmm. And so my philosophy is really honoring the body. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that especially with the food and everything, I just do a little check and it's like, how can I serve myself the best? What does my body need? Mm. How can I treat it with as much love and care and attention that it deserves so that I'm serving it and it can serve me? Because when that mind and that body are in harmony, that's when that true power comes. And that's from someone that's the difference between feeling well and feeling okay and looking good to really thriving yeah. is where that harmony is. Yeah, And so for me, it's always, how can I serve my body and choosing foods that will do that? Yeah. Because every single time you open your, ma- your mouth, you're choosing to either serve or really deplete yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, by what you eat, what you say, and exactly. all of those things, all of those things, and and you know we we've, we've talked about we've had several chats about just the social media craziness, mm-hmm. and you know what people project mm-hmm. on the outside is not often accurate to mm-hmm. what's happening behind the scenes in, in reality, because newsflash, social media is not reality, everyone. <laughs> what? I know. No. I know. <laughs> I know what you see on Instagram. A lot there's a lot of truth to it. It's, it and sometimes we have to be discerning. And I think that's true for when we look at other people and that seemingly have the quote unquote perfect pot body by mm-hmm. what society deems as perfect. We have no idea what's going on on the inside. Exactly. And I know you know in my twenties I did fitness modeling and I had one of those bodies that was like deemed whatever in shape what whatever you want to say. And I was miserable, Mm -hmm. miserable because Mm -hmm. it was all about punishing my body and Mm -hmm. restricting and making it look a certain way. And there was like no appreciation, no gratitude. And my love for it was totally conditional. Mm -hmm. So it's like making that relationship and that love unconditional. I think you're right. It has to start with a gratitude for what it
1: can do. Absolutely. And you know, true healing only comes when we're honoring all parts of ourself, our mind, our body and our spirit, because the body is one aspect of us. It's it's our muscle, our bone, our organs, our blood. But the mind and the spirit are equally important. And when you're looking at your health and your wellness journey all those parts of you should be equally explored Mm -hmm. in the quest for true, true, true healing. Mm -hmm. So I see so many people like fitness models and yoga teachers and trainers that look great on the outside and you know, they're the ones posting on Instagram and look at me, look at me. But when I sneak behind the curtain It's like their relationships aren't good. Like you just mentioned Mm -hmm. that that self-love isn't there, that, um, you know, acceptance, they're not connected to who they truly are. They've just got one section of the whole picture to where they want to be. Right. And and exactly the same on the other side. I see a lot of um, psychologists, social workers, counselors who are so in the mental and emotional side of healing. And they work on their core limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and their behaviors and addictions and that type of thing. But their bodies don't reflect that. You know, they could be overweight, have serious health conditions because all their focus is going into that intellectual, emotional healing and not really into the physical. You know, they're not paying attention to their diet, their exercise. And that's where true healing really, really comes through when we're honoring all parts of ourselves. And I think with what I do is primarily detoxing and fasting. Mm -hmm. You cannot clean up the physical body without also cleaning up the emotional and spiritual part of us because we're more than the muscle and bones of our body. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're going through a process like detoxification or fasting, you And letting go of toxins and toxins show up in so many different forms inside Mm -hmm. our system. It's not just nicotine or caffeine or alcohol or cigarettes. It can be self-limiting beliefs or the stories that we're telling ourselves or addictive behaviors or other people's energy that's literally stuck inside our system. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when people are just looking at their body they're never really gonna get truly well yeah and a lot of times the body won't release
0: an illness
1: or weight or
0: whatever because it's trying to give us a message exactly you know exactly and and so many times in my life where i've had some ailment or just there was something in my body or physically that was happening until i got the message my body was trying to send it didn't shift. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times we need both. We need to get the message and do the emotional work. And then we need to do some like physical healing work, whether it's fasting or herbs or acupuncture, those kind of things to help the body reset. And mm-hmm. I know that's a big thing that you do in, in fasting and detox. But I really want to talk about fasting and detox because, you know, especially I live in LA. Kate's from Australia, if you haven't noticed. Right? <laughs> <Did> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love her accent. And it's... It's everywhere. Juice mm-hmm. cleanse. Oh, I'm I'm cleansing. I'm juicing. And I think people are missing what detoxing and cleansing really is. So mm-hmm. can you just, I know that you have strong opinions. Well, not opinions, <laughs> truth about this. So can you set us straight on like what
1: cleansing <laughs> and detoxing really is and when and how you should do it? Absolutely. I think that to me... Um, My definition of cleansing is to eliminate any toxin on any level that's stopping you from being in your fullest potential. So whether that's processed food, whether that's uh, unhealthy behaviors, bad relationships, um, work that doesn't really serve and serve your soul's purpose. It can be so many things on so many levels, but to me, deep cleansing is really removing anything that's stopping you from stepping into your fullest potential. And I think that, yeah, I mean, the detox world is just so bombarded and there's so many different avenues and so many different methods and ideas. And I mean, it's overwhelming and people get really, really confused. But the primary Reason of specifically fasting when you go back to the ancient roots is for people to realign with who they truly are. So, fasting is the only common denominator across all religions. When you look through all these sacred texts and all our uh, leaders and teachers, like Jesus fasted, Buddha fasted, Muhammad fasted, every old religion on this planet has fasting as a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. And when you really honor the tradition, what it does is it allows for you to come back into who you truly are. Mm-hmm. And that is so much more deeper than a cleanse to kind of get shiny eyes and healthy hair. Ready and for like skin. a wedding. Yeah. Or a, yeah and yeah. I mean, it's such a time honored Beautiful modality that you can really use it for what you want, but its potential has room for you to really come back into the center of your being yeah. in your mind, in your body, in your spirit. And that's what excites me. Yeah. Not, I mean, clear skin and a little bit of weight loss and that stuff's a great byproduct, but it's nothing compared to what it actually really does if you're using it in the right way.
0: And what are some, what should things be, what should people be mindful of or cautious of? Like, you know, I, for example, I've seen a lot of people, you know, go and drink and eat crap on the weekend and then feel guilty and go on a juice cleanse where they're mm-hmm. drinking tons of sugar basically. And is this dangerous to the body to do it like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just reinforcing bad habits. Yeah. It's like, now I'm bad. Now I'm good. Now I'm bad. Now I'm good. Uh, and also, I mean, that's not healthy because it's like I'm a good person and now look at me, I'm drinking juice and no, I'm bad. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And that for the human psyche is exhausting for one and it's not a healthy space to be in. You know, it's about finding that balance. I mean, for me, I, I eat really well, but I also love a glass of wine mm-hmm. and raw chocolate's like my best friend. Oh my gosh, we had such good raw chocolate last <laughs> night. <laughs> I know. And it's about finding what works for you. Yeah, And I think the biggest thing is that most people get tripped up on is that there is no one size fits all. Yeah. That three-day juice cleanse or that week. Fast or this or that it's you really have to see is this going to really serve me mm-hmm. because we're all such unique different characters with different needs and desires and biochemistry and we need to treat ourselves as these incredible unique individuals that we are yeah so that one three day juice cleanse or that one day fast it may not be the best thing for your body yeah. and i think that's what um most people get really stuck on is that they buy the marketing and they buy the hype Mm -hmm. and their heads are jumping into it, but their body, it may not be the best thing that serves them. So if you find something, a, a detox or a juice cleanse or something down at the local gym or the yoga studio, I would just do a little check-in and say, is this going to serve me? Mm -hmm. And what are my intentions for doing it? Mm -hmm. Is it because I feel guilty because I've been partying the last week? Or do I actually really want to use this as as a tool to kind of come into who I truly am and pull back a few layers and, and see what I'm capable of? Yeah, yeah. Well, and another good place to start would be your book, Oh, so yeah. tell people about your
0: book and where they and we're gonna we're gonna talk about some more things. This is not over yet. Um, but but tell people about their bu- your book and where they can find it.
1: Well, I um I wrote my book's called The Essential Cleanse. So good. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. And um, I just felt that. I'm an energetic healer, but I'm also a naturopath and a nutritionist and my background in academic studies is in biochemistry, but I also understand and read and see the, the body and the energy of the body. And there was this missing link that all these things weren't put together in terms of really looking at healing and and wellness. And when I talk about healing, healing's not feeling better. Mm -hmm. Healing is truly moving through your stuff and coming out the other side. And it's a difference between change and transformation. We can change our diet, change our routine. But to truly transform, it needs to be a vibrational shift that is felt and experienced. It's a visceral, tangible feeling. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, and I'm really passionate about encompassing all parts. So the book's a 21 day cleanse that people can do at home Mm -hmm. and it encompasses the mind and the body and the spirit. And it's available on Amazon. Yeah.
0: And it's so good. You guys, Kate is like I said, she's very credentialed, but she has, not but, and has so many natural gifts and is so, so tapped in. And she she just came here to, to be a healer and you just feel so loved. I mean, you can hear in her voice, oh. she's like such a mama <laughs> and you just feel so loved and there's so much compassion and it's a really good place to start. And I would recommend that over just going and buying some juice cleanse from the local juicery because the book really helps you do it more holistically mm. and um, from somebody who has the credentials. So that's really important. Like, I can't emphasize that enough. Really look at who you're going to for information and advice. Mm-hmm. There's so much out there mm-hmm. and and check in. Like, check, do an energetic check, an intuition check. Is this for me? And also research the person and what's their story? What's their training? Like, do they, you know, do they have integrity? And-
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think... I mean, that's why I'm so attracted and love you so much in your work because whoever you're choosing to follow and to really believe and soak in their information, they're supporting your journey yeah. and you're worth the very, very, very best.
0: Absolutely. And
1: so I, I love that point that you bring up. It's really important. It's
0: important. It's important. Um, so I want to shift gears to something a little more personal <laughs> because I think it will help a lot of people. And, you know, you don't have to answer anything you don't want to answer. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot of people listening who are helpers, who Mm -hmm. are servers, who Mm -hmm. are, who feel this call to take care of other people. And I know that's one of your calls. And um, I also know there's a lot of people who's suffer from the lack of their own Mm self-care and overgiving and Mm -hmm. not knowing where that line is. Can Mm -hmm. you talk a little bit about what that journey's been like for you and how you've started to shift into really honoring, making more self-honoring choices in your self-care?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel really, really strongly about this because I'm very bad at it. (laughs) And you, you're like my biggest inspiration because i when I look at you, I think she, she does self-care like a pro. Yeah. Well, it took some time. (laughs) I know, but you really, you know, you're really clear about your boundaries and your intentions and it shows in your, in your work and your body and everything. And so you're like my biggest inspiration. Mm. I feel like I should be asking you (laughs) this question, (laughs) but what I've really learned and am learning is just how important it is to take care of the self but my biggest struggle and the resistance is the guilt yeah and because I grew up in a, in a home, my mum's a nurse. She was in the service profession as well. My grandmother, she had eight children. She was always looking after people and my female role models. They never did anything for themselves. And I just saw this and modeled this behavior. You just give and give and give and give and give. But I've gotten to this point in my life of extreme burnout twice where mm-hmm. I've literally been in bed unable to do anything Mm. just so burnt out on every level and I can't serve from that place and it's taken me a long time to really um, understand that the better I am the more that I have to give and for me it's it's really is a daily practice like I am a mum now I have an 18 month old daughter and I feel guilty all the time. I'm not going to lie. It's not like I'm like, Oh, I'm great. And this mm-hmm. I, I do every time I go to work, there's, there's some guilt in there, but I'm able to really sit with it now. And if I'm working, I'm a better mum. I really am for her. And if I'm following my passion and my heart and doing what I love, then I'm a better mum for her. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just a little, uh, perception shift that I have to do a little gear change Mm -hmm. and just knowing that I deserve it. And I'm definitely not there. Like I'm, it's, I'm, I'm a work in progress, but it it has changed everything. It's changed my energy, my relationship first and foremost with with my husband. Mm -hmm. It's, it just makes everything better. And I find that it's, you know, my biggest struggle was, not find it felt like following. I was like, where are the teachers Mm -hmm. teaching you that it's okay to take time out Mm -hmm. and that guilt is a normal thing to feel Mm -hmm. being a mother. And you know what? You deserve to have a day off every now and again. And I had, I had to learn that one on my own, but I also feel like you don't have to push yourself to be so broken and so run down before you start taking action. It needs to start today, now. Right, right. So Because then it's so much harder to rebuild once you crash. Absolutely. And I
0: think with guilt, too, where I see people get trapped up with guilt is they think guilt is truth.
1: Mm -hmm. And they
0: use guilt as feedback Mm -hmm. to, you know, not do something. Exactly. And guilt is really, it's not even a real kind of emotion. It's just a physiological response to thoughts. Right. So it's like when that guilt comes up, when I have it, it's like, I have to check in and be like, what is the truth? Like with a capital T, what is the, like, if I look at this with spiritual sight, and, and, you know, really check into my inner knowing, like, what's the truth in this situation? Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm not a mom. So, you know, what do I know about that? But in the moms that I've talked to, it's like, you just kind of have to like do it and go to the hair salon and cry or, you know, whatever whatever it is. And, and, and and know that like your child's
1: going to be you know, better off if you feel better. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And you know, the interesting thing about guilt is that in Bali, they don't even know what that emotion is. Wow. And in Eastern philosophy and Eastern medicine, like traditional Chinese medicine, there's not even a word in a lot of the ancient languages from this part of the world to translate into what we call in the West guilt, guilt. Because it's not even recognized or understood as a human experience. Mm-hmm. And so when I was trying to explain to my Balinese friend what what guilt is, and she just kept saying to me, But why do you feel bad? Why do you feel bad? And I'm like, This in the West, if you say to someone, What do you, what is guilt, you, you know exactly the feeling. Exactly. Exactly, but they have no Understanding recollection or connection to that emotion whatsoever. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. I know. So we should just wipe it out. Let's just wipe it out. <laughs> no more guilt. Let's let's detox guilt. Let's detox guilt. Oh, the Western my consciousness. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um so let's talk about intuition. Mm-hmm. Cause that's my
1: favorite topic. I know.
0: Um People say, I don't, I, you know, I can't connect my intuition. Mm-hmm. I don't hear it. Mm-hmm. How can people connect more deeply to their own inner knowing and intuition? Cause we all have it. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that it's really, really simple and you need to be quiet to hear it. Because if you're, um, you know, there's this beautiful quote that says, when we pray, we talk to God. And when we meditate, God talks to us. Mm. And I love that because so many people always say, how can I be more intuitive than this and that? And they're trying all these things, but they're just filling this space with stuff instead of just sitting and receiving. And I find that the ego mind is very loud, very aggressive, very dominant. And we know the conscious mind because Mm -hmm. it's in our head all day. The monkey chatter is just like but the intuition i feel it's a little more feminine it's more softer it's more quieter and unless you're in a life or death situation it doesn't have it doesn't want to fight for attention mm-hmm. it's but it's always there and it's always in the background and it's very very subtle and i think the easiest way to really tap in is just to listen mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you know make that space like set the intentions maybe ask yourself some questions I want clarity around this guy I want clarity around my daughter I want clarity around my work Mm -hmm. and stop and be quiet and listen Mm -hmm. because it will always always come
0: Mm. Mm. so Would you be open to guiding people through a process to connect in? I'd love to. Okay. I'd love to. Yeah. So everybody, if you're driving right now, probably um, better to listen to this later. (laughs) 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 Or if you're on the elliptical, (laughs) you're on a walk, maybe sit down uh, and and let Kate take you on a little journey. Mm -hmm.
1: So just take a moment to come into your breath and close down your eyes and just notice how much oxygen is actually entering into your body right now. And just with your intention, just extend the inhale and the exhale. Breathing in nice and deep and slow. And as you exhale, completely letting go. Just letting go of all the day's events, anything that's on your mind, any worries or stresses or tension in the body, use the exhale to completely let go. And with each breath getting a little bit slower and a little bit more relaxed. And as you consciously slow down the breath, just feel the whole body start to relax as well. Feel your tongue loose inside your mouth, feeling your teeth slightly part as your jaw softens, letting all of the tension completely melt out of the jaw. Drop the shoulders and just allow all the muscles to relax, becoming loose and soft. Any holding in at the belly, just let it go. Breathing deeply. And just taking this moment to really consciously relax. Now I invite you to go into that part of your body where you feel connected to your intuition. It could be the third eye area, the area between your two eyebrows. It could be your heart or your belly or your womb, just wherever it is for you, where you're being drawn to right now. And if there's a question pondering, an intention, or something that you want to ask or receive clarity around. I invite you now to ask that question. And then let the question go and just sit with that beautiful space inside your body and come back to your breath breathing in and out very deeply and just allowing this space for your body's internal wisdom and the incredible intuition of your spirit, that deepest part of who you are. Allow it to talk to you. And it may be words that you hear. It may be just a deep knowing with no doubt or a slight little subtle nudge, whatever it is, just allow it to come without any judgment, any control or any expectation. Knowing that sometimes our intuition comes in the most peculiar moments when we're driving, when we're in the shower, when we're cooking dinner, But setting this intention and allowing the space, you're opening up connection into the deepest truth, your inner voice of who you are. And all the sages and gurus and teachers of all time talk about everything that you need is inside of you. And it's learning to tap into this space, whatever that looks like for you. And really listening, trusting what you receive and being brave enough to accept and take action. Knowing that this place you can come back to at any moment of your day, all it takes is a few moments, a few minutes of quite conscious, intentional breathing. And when you're ready, just slowly opening up the eyes and coming all the way back into this present moment.
0: Thank you mm. you're welcome I was like oh yeah I have to
1: come back. <laughs> we're on a podcast yeah, remember <laughs> yeah
0: that's right where can people go to connect with you, to get the book, to find out about coming and doing a fast, maybe doing work with you, mm-hmm. to help people?
1: My website is just my name. It's katereardon.com.au and everything's on there. My book, meditations, retreats, events, they will find everything there, my little home. Your little home. And yeah. that'll
0: be in the show notes and it's K A T E. R-E-A-R-D-O-N dot yeah. com dot A-U
1: A-U in Aussie and Aussie and Aussie, Aussie.
0: well you're <laughs> an angel in my life I love you so much I love you I too I've loved this beautiful. time with
1: you I know yeah. we're so
0: lucky yeah. yeah thank you for the work that you do mm. and everybody check out Kate and check out her work um, you know she like I said is, is someone who's who's really tapped in and also just has a lot of knowledge and just holds amazing, amazing space. So if you're at the point where you're looking to maybe do a little re- detox, connect in, you know, doing when you're doing a cleanser or detox, you have even more access to your intuition. At least that's what my experience has been. Absolutely, you know. absolutely. But really, you know, ask inside, what place am I coming from? Mm-hmm. Am I coming from the place of I need to fix something or am mm-hmm. I really coming from the place of being a seeker? Mm-hmm. Being exactly, open. yeah. 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 Thank you, my love. Thank you. Yay.